Hey there, it's Melissa Brunetti, and welcome to the Mind Your Own Karma podcast. Hey there, Karma Crew. Thanks for joining me for this special episode of Mind Your Own Karma, The Adoption Chronicles. Mind Your Own Karma just turned two years old, and I just want to thank all of you for listening and coming on the show. Obviously, I could not do this without you. Together, we are educating the world. I have had so many amazing guests on the show and have made so many friends. I have learned so much from each and every interview that I have done. And I just want to thank all of you for that because it makes me a better podcaster and interviewer. And it helps me to know what the community needs. What does the adoptee community need so that in turn, I could be of service to the adoptee community and beyond. The adoptee community is why I became a somatic mindful guided imagery practitioner. I saw my fellow adoptees hurting and I just felt that I had to do something. But getting back to this episode, I have interviewed over 50 adoptees now. And what a gift. What a gift it was to me to be able to hear your stories. And because it's the holidays, and I know it is so hard for some adoptees through the holidays. And since you all have been a gift to me and mind your own karma, I wanted to give a gift back to all of you. And if you listen to my interviews, I really try in every interview at the end to ask the question, what do you want struggling adoptees to know? And my gift to you this year is a compilation of about 30 adoptees and what they want you to know. I give so much credit to my producer who put these clips together. And when I listened to them, I cried. So heartfelt. It just really touched me. And I hope it touches you. And I hope that if you are a struggling adoptee, that the next 30 minutes, you discover that you are not alone. And that there is a huge community out there just waiting to support you. We hear you, we see you, and we want you to thrive. So listen in as your fellow adoptees give you some advice on how to carry through. Here is my episode with about another 30 adoptees and what they want struggling adoptees to know. What's one thing that you think is most important for adoptees to know? That they are unwoundable. That we all feel wounded, but that the essence of who we are, the truth of who we are, that the, the spirit, the consciousness, the awareness that we are is not a thing. And if it's not a thing, it can't be cut. And if it can't be cut, it can't be wounded. And don't take my word for that. Explore it. Ask yourself, what is it that's wounded? What is it that's aware of the wound? What is it that's wounded? And explore it. 
explore that essence. Try and find that essence. We all feel wounded, but be curious. Search for the truth. Always tell the truth. And your loved ones, beg them for the truth. Because I was lied at all my life. And even in those 20 years of knowing my biological mother, I was still fed some lies that I found out about. Just get as much truth as you can. Lies kill a person. Community has been the, the resource for me. I know people have had varying degrees of success with the community because there are times when it's when it can be tough. Same thing with, with therapy. I'm not an expert on therapy and I've gone in and out of it and I've found it helpful to varying degrees, but I'm, I'm not somebody that can speak authoritatively on it, but I know it's helped a lot of people. So I would say that if you are going to do that, it's best if you can to find an adoptee trauma-informed therapist just adoption trauma-informed but if you can find an adoptee who's actually trauma-informed then it's probably the best case there in that sense the community again like i said can be very beneficial for people when when they don't have any sounding boards they haven't had any any way of talking about any of this and i think there's a generational thing here meaning if you think back and this is going to sound kind of strange dialogue like in the, this ancient greek sense of dialectic of talking back and forth with people was a way of figuring things out. Now we say, well, if it's online, you're not going to figure it out the right way because you can't read people fully and they won't be disclosing things to you. And it still can be the best vehicle you may have at your disposal. Not everybody's going to have the ability to go find a therapist or do something in person. So the, the groups can be very effective if you know how to approach them and, and navigate them and learn how to be cautious yourself about how you feel in those spaces. So I would say to have the greatest support that you can coming from, from therapy, if that's if it works well for you and, and you're able to do that, because it can be a privilege to do that too. Like I said, not everybody unfortunately has access to that, but also the community can be great. If that's what you have at your disposal, then I would encourage people to avail themselves of that as well. And in-person groups like Adoptees Connect have been really helpful for me. So I would, I would say those things are most helpful, along with, of course, all the memoirs that have come out, all the great things that adoptees are saying and speaking about their stories and their perspective, and the ones that are in the clinical and therapeutic spaces that are writing and giving presentations, I would definitely lean on them as well. What would you tell struggling adoptees? What do you want them to know? Well, um, I think I said in that article that I wrote, like, if I can do this, you can do this too. I have a lot of problems and I'm not minimizing anyone else's issues. I'm just saying that if you have issues and you're struggling, there is a way through. It is just very complicated, abstract, and in not going to be clear to you how you're going to make your way through. But the one day at a time mentality has become crucial for me. Acceptance that, you know, this is one of the steps is acceptance and admitting powerlessness over something. And just as much as I'm powerless over drugs and alcohol, I am powerless over my primal wound. And so if I can submit to that and just accept what's happening and not fight or resist experiencing emotions in a healthy way things do get easier these episodes of being just struggling and going through just these painful things it will resolve life gets better if you feel stuck 
I love doing this. I have a journal and I write down a list of things that I've done for the day. And I'm like, well, you can't lie to your journal. So then I make myself do them. Mm. And that has been a way to push through some of the mental paralysis that I think you can have when you're severely traumatized. Also just to stay connected with other people, even if you feel a resistance to it. I know that the adoptee community triggered me at first really badly. I really struggled with that. And then I'm trying to just put myself into situations more, but um, getting involved and staying connected and talking to people like yourself, it makes yeah. a difference. I would tell them to really not ignore it. You know, not think that you're crazy or it's unnatural to have these feelings. I have a nephew who kind of had some struggling a few years ago and he called me and you know, I said, I totally understand. And then he got so concerned because he goes, I'm only 19. What am I going to be like when I'm 50? And I said, oh my gosh, you're going to be amazing when you're 50 because you're dealing with it at 19. You know, so I think you need to deal with it. You need to get a good group of support around you. My best friend from high school, she is amazing. She listens to all the podcasts that I send her way. And she always has questions and she always you know, it's just to have someone you can lean on to say, do you need to talk? Are you doing okay? Because I feel like adoptees a lot of times keep it all to themselves. And you can, from the outside, look like you are 100% put together, but on the inside, you're crying yourself to sleep at night because of just the emotions that you're dealing with. And, and there's just such, I guess they seem like they come from nowhere and it's hard for people to understand that you could be happy in your life with your family. You could be happy that you've met your biological family. Your adopted family could be great too, but yet you're struggling and sad and that's okay. But get help, get support. Don't do it on your own. It's kind of cliche, but I think trust your gut is something that I would tell people just in general. You know, that means you have to listen to your gut. It's easy to get caught up in like everybody else's voice. But if you can quiet the mind and find your intuition, listen to that. Yeah, listen to that. I would just say it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Get out there and get the information younger, like what you said, you know, get get out there and research it. Get, I mean, I didn't realize how much was out there until Emma came along. I mean, it's just craziness. There's so much, there's just, it's just everywhere. And I didn't realize that. And so there's so much information and so much help and, you know, just get out there while you're young and figure it out and get over it and move on and live your life. You know, you, it's not who you are. You're an adoptee, you know, you're an adoptee, but it's not who you are. And I would just springboard right off of what Kelly said, is that um, to realize that we have choice and that we need to give, adoptees need to give their own selves permission to step into their authenticity, into their lives and realize that um, life wants life. I say that, I think in the first book of it kind of dispels that whole idea of, oh, well, I'm unwanted. Well, really? Because you're here. You're having this human experience here on earth. So it's up to you. You have the choice whether you want to own it or 
or do anything else with it. So I would just be encouraging to, um, yeah, just make those choices for yourself. What's right for you. If you're stuck in a rut, you're not growing. You got to throw that shoe off. Do something out of the ordinary. It's going to shift your perspective. That's what they call it in some of the shamanic works of Don Juan, um, Carlos Castaneda stuff. It's called a shift in your assemblage point. So if you've been stuck, like in trauma or something like that, you really need a shift in the assemblage point that you're operating from. And that for an adoptee is really hard to dislodge and to move into different directions. So getting help and some of the ways that I've described, I think is a great way to move forward. You don't want to just beat yourself up trying to trying to go into the what ifs and what ifs, could have, should have, not worth it. Just make your life now the best that you can do. Make it the best life you can make it. Make good choices and do it over and over and over again for the sake of your sanity. That's pretty much it. Well, I think there's three things if I kind of think about my experience and what I've learned and things that I needed to hear. The first thing is that you are not alone. It might feel like that at times. And even if you have a supportive family, your family, only another adoptee can really understand and relate to how you're feeling. And we all have diverse experiences, but that's so important. So I would say, please seek out and prioritize connections with other adoptees because it really helps. It is one of the most powerful sources of healing that I've experienced in my very long journey. Two, you don't have to be a victim of circumstances that beyond your control. Um, that's one of my biggest takeaways is that sometimes we act as if we no longer have a choice because our choice was taken away as a child or um, as a baby. But you know what? We're adults now and we have a choice and we can live the life that we deserve. And it's so important to not only realize that, but to act on it. And it takes a long time to get there. And, but when you do, it's really liberating and really empowering. And that's what drives me every day is I am living the life that I want for myself because I am in control now. And three, gosh, I, I think that, you know, just being compassionate with yourself and giving yourself grace and accepting your feelings and it's okay to feel sad and even if you think you made a lot of progress this journey is not linear i mean mine has been like this <laughs> um so lots of it's a roller coaster lots of ups and downs but don't give up believe in yourself be your own best advocate love yourself truly love yourself it's hard to get there but i want that for every adoptee what do you want struggling adoptees to know? That they are whole, that they're not missing or lacking anything that is real truth. The things that they're most likely seeking are right there within waiting for them to welcome them back, like love mm -hmm. as an entity. It's, like, it's there waiting for you to say yes to it, yes please come back, flood back into my life. It doesn't need to come from a parent or a family or a partner. It's coming right from within. Yeah. And we get to experience that in 
a depth that's beyond what we can experience from another person once we really fully welcome it back. All of those things are there. All the things that, that someone who's struggling might be seeking out here, whether it's safety or belonging or love or anything, all of it is just waiting for you. Yeah. And the getting back to, the welcoming back of those things in your life require some work. I mean, the struggle is very real. And so I'm not here saying, oh, you just have to remember that those things are in you and then boop, you're, you're back. I right. mean, there's work to be done. If you value life itself, not just your own life, but life itself and or you're on the other side of the spectrum and you're like, I just want to have amazing, amazing life. I just want to live the best life I can. Then you're on that precipice. You're right there at that place of taking that first step into welcoming that back. But then there's a lot of doors yeah. that they need to go through. And some of those doors are being held closed by protectors in your life. You know, these guards that you've put up that your life and your experiences have constructed for you to keep you safe, to keep you sane and well and all of those things in the, at the time. And it's about having some courage to go in and face those things, to face yeah. them down and say, my life, life itself is worth it enough. My best life is worth it enough to go in and actually start to walk this path open or pry these doors yeah. open <laughs> and take responsibility for yeah. ending the struggle. I would like them to know that there's lots of resources out there. Resources from podcasts like yourself to, to blogs, to books, to YouTube videos. Uh, we can watch other inspiring adoptees or people like, there's a guy called Paul Sutherland does a talk about adoption um, there's support groups out there as online ones there's also face-to-face -face ones what I would say is over the, my two three years in the adoptee world see when I saw adoptees get together the conversations that I had everyone comes away feeling inspired and um, that's so they do a thing like adoption week I think these guys do adoption month there's events that happen over here in the UK where we all get, get together on Zoom and, or there's meetups and people make a big deal about adoption for the adoptees and um, some of the, the benefits people have uh, had from attending the events have been great. And then, and then it's networking. It's people who are making big moves in the adoptee world, getting together and then to try to make a difference. Yeah, I want struggling adoptees to know that there is hope of, and the hope is actually within them. And I say that delicately because we also need our support, right? We need our community and our therapists and our, our safe people. But, but we just need those to kind of come alongside with us, really, the peace that we're hoping for is actually within. 
might not be easy and it might not always be pretty but if you really want to find it it's it's there waiting for you it can be grown the connection with ourselves can be developed nothing needs to be hopeless never give up never give up hope hope gets you out of bed every morning hope is amazing it is also not a strategy though I used to say that to my team, they would be like, well, we hope this is going to happen or we hope that that's going to happen. It's like, no, hope is not a strategy. Believe. So it's like, never give up. Always have hope and believe. We all have to show up in our own lives. It's been a harder journey for some than others, without a doubt. And it doesn't mean that I don't have all the piles of compassion in the world for those people who have hard stories who are having to make their way through people who were cruel to them and unkind to them in heinous ways. And you have to move on anyway, you have to. Otherwise you just drown and it consumes you. And every single person I believe has some gift. And so if you hang in there long enough, you can find your way out and you can find peace and you can find love and forgiveness and even through our pain. Forgiveness, some people don't like that word. I'm okay with that, but allowing the pain to no longer consume every part of you is so important. I mean, you have to get out of your own way. I would like them to know that they have the answers that they're looking for. Everything that you need is within yourself. It's not easy to get to all the time, but it is there. So trust yourself. Don't let others dictate what to do, where to go, who to be, who to like, what to be. It's all within you. I want struggling adoptees to know that they're not alone. And I also want struggling adoptees to know that you're worth every bit of your weight in gold. And it's not because somebody told you that you're worth your weight in gold just because I want you to know that. I want you to know that you're not special because you were chosen or picked or purchased or, you know, any of those things. I want you to know that you are special just because you are. And it may take someone else another way to get there. I hope it's not through cancer. I hope it's not through a bad marriage. I hope it's not through any of those things. But if it is, I want you to know in the midst of all that, that you're still important and special without any of those other things. And, and, and I want people to know because I felt this. I felt like I was ashamed, like I'm part of someone's shame. That's their shame. You know what I mean? Like, you're not the shame. That's their shame. That's not your shame. That doesn't define you. That's what I'd like to say. <laughs> and for adoptees, I guess, that are struggling, that maybe haven't had that experience that I've had, just carry um, love and, and respect for yourself and if there are, if there are people out there I guess that um, have trauma I am obviously deeply saddened to hear that people haven't had as I've heard some stories where it hasn't been as idyllic but they um, you as a person, your story you can tell yourself your own story tell yourself that you are good enough, you're loved by whoever it may be. It doesn't have to be your birth family that love you. If I hadn't found my birth family, my 
my my friends you know there were people in my life my aunties my uncles that loved me and they were just good enough for me you don't need just focus on the people that love you and and everybody else doesn't matter yeah i would say you know and i'm and i'm not i'm not the best at this you know it's like take it easy on yourself you know the sins you've committed quote unquote sins you know the the bad decisions you've made in your life the struggles you've had in your life are not uncommon and anyone in the same situation given the same circumstances being adopted by the same family you know with the same personality would have done the same thing that you did even if there's things that are embarrassing to you even if there's things that are hurtful to you and then also just listen to that inner voice like the like i said that instinct voice that brings those butterflies back you have that but just listen to it be you be you as best you can and you're going to fall and you're going to fail and you're going to make mistakes but it's not a mistake it's a correction you're like oh that was that's not the person i need to hang out with you know that's not the job i need and unfortunately we do this back and forth much more than most but listen to it when you find success go with it don't punish yourself more by not going with your feelings if there's someone that makes you feel good if there's someone that makes you feel whole if there's someone you you vibe with you communicate with go with it it's for you and you know you're the only one who's going to wake up with you tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow you're the only one who's with you through every chapter every page every word of the book you're with you so take care of you i think that's what you need to do oh well, i like them to know that they're not the only ones who feel this way i mean growing up you know we didn't have the the internet or anything i was the only adoptee i knew in fact i knew another girl but we never talked about it mm. even amongst ourselves mm -hmm. even when we were alone these days i mean it's it's a lot better and it's so yeah. good to know that you know there are other people who feel like i do i thought i was the only one because everyone would say oh no you're so lucky what do you mean it's the same thing yeah you know and yeah. it's not and to know it's not that's okay it's okay that it's not the same i think that everyone's story is fascinating and no matter how you come to it and how you feel today that you need to be seen as your own authentic self whoever you are wherever you are in your journey and and to be accepted and there is a community of people who understand we're all searching in some ways to find ourselves in the continual quest and and i think that's one thing that has really opened me up to be able to share my story to other adoptees is you know no matter what the circumstances you can do this and you can get through it well that we're not alone and that there's a lot of information out here i mean we're we're all starting to talk now we're all making this this narrative more uh commonplace there is no shame in it regardless of what you've ever been made to feel or anything that you've ever been told you know so as an adoptee I would say um not everyone deserves your secret story. Mm -hmm. So it, we're still living in a world that mostly marginalizes our story. And it's I know it's um adoption is a mosaic. Everyone has a different experience. But take your story to a safe place. Other adoptees, even if they have a different experience, they'll still have a connection, I believe. So don't expect the world to 
to always understand how it feels to be adopted. I have very, very close friends that struggle to understand. Mm-hmm. And they love me, but they just... So that's, I would say, yeah, these faces, like, you, like you've talked about so many times, you know, podcasts, support groups, but other adoptee spaces, start there. I think just, you know, something that I wish I would have probably grasped a little bit sooner is to just love who you are. Because I think as adopted people, we question our place in this life and we question um, who we are as people and where we fit in. Because I mean, when you, when you know you're adopted, you just kind of feel, for me personally, I felt like I was adrift. I felt like I didn't know where I belonged anymore. Um, I was very lost. And I just kind of, kind of became who everybody wanted me to be for such a long time. So I think if we could just, as adopted people, just understand that we are okay and that we are perfect the way we are. And just because our parents said they didn't want us anymore, that is not our fault. You know, like love yourself, believe in yourself, know that it's not your fault. I wish I would have understood that a lot sooner and I feel like I could have healed a few things a little bit easier but having to relearn all of these same lessons. Let that freak flag fly. (laughs) And those people that don't resonate with you, then they just don't have to, that's fine. Okay. I just want adoptees to realize that whether you found out where your issues come from or not, we're not the sum of our past. Um, Our past is something that we should learn from. There's a lot of lessons in there. There's a lot of lessons in mine. It's important to hear a multitude of stories because like you said everyone has one little tidbit that's going to be for one other person maybe halfway around the world but the more stories you hear and the more methods you hear and the more perspectives you get the more affirmation you get we talk a lot about coming out of our own fog whatever that might mean to each one of us And as advice, we usually say, go get counseling because it'll be very helpful for you to get to know yourself. But I would say a caution is make sure you check with the board of ethics that your counselor, therapist, doctor is of good standing. Um, Make sure you look at things like health grade on the internet to see how many stars they have. Look at the comments to see what they say about the therapist. Well, you can interview your potential therapist, your doctor, you have that right. I never knew that. So I think the more we broadcast that we give people permission and say, oh, I didn't know I had a right to do that, the better off we'll all be to make sure we're in a safe place. Get help. However that is, um, don't keep it all inside. Get help, talk to people, get a counselor, go to therapy, join groups, self-help groups. Um, and it doesn't have to be only adopting groups. There's other other organizations, other groups out there that can help. It's just being with people and getting out of ourselves, I think is, is that's been crucial for me. You know, I think I'll say this, the universe loves every one of us and we are all one in this world. And whatever you're going through, just have faith. Have faith. Learn to love yourself. 
that's really a big thing. Learn to love yourself. I'm working on that. <laughs> and last but not least, this is Melissa, your host. And I have a couple of things to say about what I want struggling adoptees to know. The first thing I want you to know is that you alone are enough. Your self-worth is not about being adopted or having the primal wound or what others say about you or maybe even what you are thinking about yourself in this moment now. It is not a coincidence that you are here in this moment listening to this right now. You are here and you are a survivor and you have a purpose in this world. And I can almost guarantee that being an adoptee and going through everything that you have gone through so far is part of that purpose. We go through something, we learn from that something, we grow from that something, and then we give what we've learned to help others. Do you know what your purpose is? I have a new favorite quote, and everyone knows I love quotes, and it says, Maybe the journey isn't about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming everything that really isn't you. And many adoptees don't know who they are because their reality has been what other people have molded them to be. And maybe you just need to embody some of that unbecoming so that you can discover your purpose. You can be your own hero. You don't need anyone to validate you. You don't need anyone to save you. You have the power to heal yourself. Do not give up. Your healing combination is out there. And if you need help finding that healing combination, or maybe just discovering your purpose, send me an email and let's figure out a way to figure out what your healing combination is. My website is mindyourownkarma at gmail.com if you want to become a part of the Karma Crew, or you can just email me directly at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. Thanks again for two amazing years of supporting me in this podcast. And as always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. I'll see you next time.